let's do the thing. Starting now. That's insane. Just, I know. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Roomful of Gimmicks, brother. <laughs> you stole my name. Welcome. Um, no, your name is Mike. You stole my podcast title. Your name is Mike, and I am Chris, and this is our podcast. Are we actually going to turn it into that? It should be. No. <laughs> the wrestling podcast that occasionally talks about comics and Power Rangers, but mostly wrestling, because that's oh. all this show is. Well, no, that's because right now that's all there is to talk about. In a few months, Power Rangers will be back, and then in between those, we'll be like, oh, this sucks. Chris, what's going on with X-Men? And I'll go, By the way, you know what's going on with X-Men right now? Nothing. Nothing. They're turning them into the Inhumans so that they can make (laughs) movies about them. (laughs) Oh, God, they did that in the comics. They had uh, Scarlet Witch, who was evil because of the inversion thing, cast a spell... And I don't know why she would cast a spell specifically like this, but she was like, fucking, like, destroy all of my blood before me. Because she was fighting Magneto and Quicksilver, her father and brother. And it did nothing to Magneto. And she's like, you're not my dad. That's fucking awesome. And just fucks off without trying to kill him again. Like, wait! (laughs) I guess I don't need to worry about you anymore because we're not related. Bye. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, just so that they can put Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in yeah. Avengers and continue to use them in the comics while they slowly just kind of disintegrate the X-Men Fantastic Four and other properties they don't own the movie rights to. The uh, the Axis event did end while we were on vacation. We were on vacation, by the way, for two weeks. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> no one noticed. No one noticed. Well, I, I, bet, I bet Tarv noticed. No, because he hasn't listened to them in like a month. So he's going to do his little catch-up and not know that there was a gap, except for the fact that we just said one. There's like a weird time jump where the in the number 50, we're like, we'll see you in two weeks. Then we come back and we're like, oh my god, flying cars! (laughs) Yeah, because we're in Back to the Future time now. It's it's 2015. I need my flying car and my uh, uh, self-adjusting jacket and Jordans. (laughs) That's the... Uh, Back to the Future 2 came on on New Year's Day, and I was watching it, and I was like, you know, we, we may not have hoverboards and flying cars, but we also don't have to dress like complete fucking idiots, so I think that's a fair trade-off. Ugh. Everything in that movie is so ugly. We're we're getting very close to with uh, thanks to Connect and PSI and, and the Wii, we're getting very close to that. Oh, you have to use your hands? That's a baby's game yeah. situation. Which, fun fact, when I turned on my Xbox today, I got so frustrated with my Kinect. Like, I was just watching a video on YouTube on my computer with the Xbox on, mm-hmm. and the Kinect just starts searching the internet for things based on what the video is saying. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, man? So I turned off all that shit on the Kinect. The Kinect now does nothing. It's just there. Yeah, one of the guys that I watch on YouTube, uh, he was doing a live stream and kept complaining about how, like, things that he says ends up accidentally activating his Xbox. <laughs> and uh, so people were sending him tips because he he likes to read out like tip messages that he gets. And they were trying to get him to say words that kind of sounded like Xbox on. <laughs> and one of them was like, hey, you watch wrestling. Have you ever heard of Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Oh my god. Was I getting to a point with this? No, I think uh I think we were just are we just uh, we're just we're just We're in the future now and we're just in the future no, now. Nothing's ugly and Tarv doesn't listen to podcasts as often as he should. That's the point. We're recording this live from the Homeworld Production Studio, which is now a uh skyship floating over New York. Oh come on, Kevin, don't lie. <laughs> in our hiatus for the past fifty years. An episode, <laughs> we spent an episode the last and two a half weeks buying a dirigible to float over New York and record podcasts in. I find the uh, I find the high altitude gives us better audio quality. It's also cooler up here, so like our equipment runs yeah. runs better. So it's not overheating. Yeah. It's nice because you know we have to wear pants on the dirigible. Yeah, that that's that's the trade off though. That's the trade off. It's like we could like be on the ground like heathens, uh, not wearing pants, or we could be up in the sky like pioneers, wearing our pants and recording podcasts. Maybe one day, like given another ten years, we'll be able to not wear pants in the sky. But for right now, for right now, sky pants. We're not that advanced yet. <laughs> We're making major pants advancements though. <laughs> Advancements, if you will. Oh, okay. What are we oh, talking about this week? Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike, how was your Christmas? It was Christmas. It was actually fairly bland, and I'm glad that it's over. Yeah, um, that's exactly how mine was. I finished my Christmas shopping um, a week before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, which is unusual for me, but I was just kind of like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazon will not ship them any faster. I don't care. That was, yeah, it's like, uh, I'd gotten, like, the only two people I ever really buy gifts for are my parents. And... Not even for the dogs and the cats? No, no. For your fucking We Bought a Zoo house? Every now and again, we'll, we'll, like... Well, not anymore, because my dad's friend who, like, was buddies with a butcher and did a lot of hunting passed away. So, it's like we used to get, like, uh, leftover pork bones and shit. Oh man, I wasn't sure where this story about you having a bunch of dogs and cats and a friend who was a butcher was going to go. I was like, wait, what? No, he would bring, he would bring by like pig bones and stuff, like oh, gigantic okay. fucking bones, and we would like wrap them up and give them to the dogs, and they'd tear off the wrapping paper and be like, ah, oh, fucking bone. Uh, ah! but yeah, it's like, so I, I bought my mom's gift. And I had no idea what to get for my dad. And she was like, oh, don't worry. I have a coupon for a thing. And I was like, okay, get that and put my name on it. So my Christmas shopping was super easy. (laughs) And then, but yeah, just like last Friday, the second, I just kind of breathed. And it's like, it's all over. All the holiday bullshit is done. Only 364 days to go. It's It it was really just a, a, a relief. Because there's so fucking much goes on in those last two months. Yeah. Oh, God. I was actually, um, I don't know if you saw the post that I made on Facebook. I was actually in Walmart the week before Christmas. You and... know. No, that's not the point of this story. Um, you don't like Walmart? Oh, I, I really don't, but there's nothing else open at three in the morning. Oh. Um, if you did your shopping like a regular non-vampire, you wouldn't have to go to Walmart all the time. But then how am I going to find all those poor homeless people to drink the blood from? <laughs> the sun, it burns. <laughs> I don't know why my idea of me as a vampire is just the Count from Sesame Street. Because he is, like, the prime vampire. Fuck Dracula. 
Vampire, all, the, all, all the other vampires came from the count. Yeah. That would make sense. How many vampires do you have? One! <laughs> two! <laughs> so if we ever kill the Count, it'll just rid the world of vampires. But we can't kill the Count because he's beloved. He's adorable. Anyway. That's his, that's his self-defense mechanism. <laughs> We're gonna... Oh, I can't kill him. I can't stake him. I just want to hug him. And then, bam, you're a vampire. That's how he gets you. That's how he increases how he his ranks. You. you hug him, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Ah, ah, ah. Anyways, Walmart, <laughs> week before Christmas, they already had Valentine's Day shit out, man. What? Not even Christmas gets a break from the never-ending march of holidays. Jesus. I did see a picture of, the, I think it was a Target or something that had Easter shit out. Oh my god. Fucking holidays, man. Yeah. I'm glad that Christmas is the only one that I feel like I'm, oh, I gotta buy shit from people. Yeah, that's nice. I, I, by that virtue with Valentine's Day coming up, this is the one time of the year where I'm like, oh, thank god nobody loves me. <laughs> yeah. Spend money on me! Being single around Valentine's Day really is kind of the the one good time. Yeah. It's nice to be single. It's like that one month period where you look at everyone and you're like, suckers. You got to spend a bunch of money on stuff that's going to die. <laughs> oh, 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 you've got to buy her things so she'll sleep with you? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to buy myself that's... a video game and masturbate. Ah, <laughs> Porn. <laughs> and that how costs you, way how... less than the jewelry you have to buy her. Uh, well, yeah, it's free. <laughs> if you pay for porn, you're a bigger sucker than the person buying shit on Valentine's Day for somebody. Uh, that's a we don't. That's a podcast for another we day. Don't support piracy. Don't don't download porn. Buy it legally. You don't even have to pirate it, man. It's the internet. That's still illegal, and we don't support that. We do it, but it's we don't support <laughs> it. We're not telling you to do it. Do as we say, not as we do. Anyway, Stay in speaking school, of kids. our. <laughs> Speaking of our most beloved topic of conversation, uh, video games, mm -hmm. how are you liking that Xbox One, sir? I do like it, mm -hmm. except there's nothing to fucking play on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the uh, the the free game this month, I'm trying to remember, I feel like it was something good, but I can't remember what it was. It's like a lot of the games that they have, because they still have the, the same like games on demand thing. Now, do the 360 arcade games carry over? Um, I don't think so. Boo. I don't think you can play, because you can't play 360 games on the Xbox One. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die this month. And uh, What a mouthful. I watched a, uh, well, I watched a playthrough of the game, and it's, uh, it's different. Think, uh, think The Walking Dead done by somebody on a lot of, uh, trippy drugs. Like that gameplay style. <laughs> I was gonna say, how is that different than The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah. I caught that as soon as I said it. I was like, no, Look at Kirkman and tell, you, tell me that he's not on something. Come on. Oh, man. He's high on that fucking masturbatory self-promotion. <laughs> I can't blame him there. Yeah. By the Walking Dead. <clears throat> Wiping up with a thousand dollar bill. Wiping up with back issues of the Savage Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't worth anything, right? <laughs> not the spawn back issues. He uses those for napkins. He's tucking Spawn comics into the collar of his shirt at nap or at uh, snack time. At nap time? I was gonna say nap time. It's snack time. He drools a little bit. Got to take a nap. Uh, but no, the uh, the Xbox is good. I got three games for it. 
Oh, what'd you get, Mike? I got uh, WWE 15, which I was on the fence about, but like I said, there's nothing to fucking play on it, and it was there, so why not? Now, I saw you I saw you tweet that your big complaint about 2K15 was they didn't make it known that they stripped everything out of the fucking game before they released it. Yeah, which I didn't know until I bought it and was like, where is the thing? And then go on the, the website, and they're like, oh, we had to take out um create championships create arenas create women and we had to take back about half of the uh the actual creator wrestler features create women was it made by the team behind assassin's creed what the fuck yeah and it's like we we had to take all this out so that we could ensure that you had like a a brand new uh best next gen experience possible what like you couldn't have put a a, a blank slate woman in there yeah, I could get like I like arenas, yeah, arenas and championships. And all that stuff, sure. I, that's fine, yeah. whatever. But like, no creative female wrestler. Yeah, I can even like say, okay, get rid of some of the creative wrestler options. There was some like really weird guff in there that you don't necessarily need, and you could you could do a DLC pack of that down the road for people who really want it. Right. So, uh, but I just not like here's a here's a fucking chick. Yeah. Like here's what? here's kind of a, a blank AJ model and dra- much- dress her as you will. <laughs> how much how much hard drive space are all those veins on John Cena's arm taking up? God damn. A lot. Oh there's a lot of veins. They rendered each one with love and care. <laughs> really detail those veins. You wanna see them popping when you say to him, Another make a wish child has died. <laughs> <laughs> no! He shouldn't have given up. The problem is, the real problem is that they stripped all this stuff down telling people that they wanted to give them the best next-gen experience possible. It doesn't look any then, fucking better than 2K14. <laughs> the best next-gen experience. Well, I mean, technically it is the best next-gen experience possible because they're the only ones doing the next-gen experience, and that's just where they wanted to stop. Yeah. They were like, this is good. Yeah, we're done. I also got my first sports game in probably 20 years. With NHL 15, Ooh. which is a lot of fun. Really? I mean, it's it's a hockey game, obviously, and I I I like watching hockey, but I don't follow it close enough to actually know who anyone is. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. I feel like I would be a hockey fan if I uh, devoted the time to it, but I just don't. Yeah, and uh, so I I consider myself a fan of the sport, not necessarily the league. <laughs> If if there was a sport that I was going to be excited about and know a lot about it and really keep up with it, it would probably be baseball. But hockey's a close second. Mm, I can't fucking watch baseball. I feel the same way about baseball that I do about all sports, which is if you want to go there and you want to watch it and you want to be there live, that's awesome. I don't want to sit in the fucking living room for three hours and watch it, though. No, watching baseball on TV. I've gone to a few baseball games, and it is kind of fun to be there. It's still... Yeah. It's still just fucking longer than open heart surgery, but it's it's a little more interesting well, even to like, actually be there. But to watch it on TV is just so dull. Even like racing. I've been to some dirt track races, and when you're there and the fans are there, it's a different experience than when you're like, I'm going to sit in the living room and drink beer and eat bratwurst and watch cars turn left for the next four hours. Right. Which is Which why I, we watch our fake sports. And just scream at them for not doing it right. At least it's only three hours. Yeah. Although I think, because we'll get to this in a minute, um, you and I have skillfully gotten our raw watchings down to about twenty minutes. Yeah. What was the What was the third game you got, Mike? Uh, it was uh, Alien Isolation. Which? Oh, how is that? I have not played it yet. I want to do God a let's play on it. it. 
I want to do a let's play of it, so I haven't okay, I... broken it open yet, but it it is this... it's sitting there taunting me. It's funny that you mention that because to my left, I bought in a five below. They had a bunch of copies of this sealed, brand new. Those of you who are longtime listeners, hi Tarf, <laughs> will know that five below is the store near me where items. It's like a dollar store, except the limit is five dollars, and it's not like junk. It's like they get some genuinely nice uh, stuff in there. They do have some tat. But occasionally they get sealed retail copies of video games that just didn't sell. Usually some 3DS stuff or whatnot. A few months ago they had copies of Brink, which uh, I, I had just bought used for like a dollar the day before. But a new sealed copy of Brink for five dollars isn't bad. I actually bought my brother-in-law a copy for Christmas. He said he had played it before and he really enjoyed it. So I'm going to get to that at some point soon. But I also picked up just before Christmas... For $5 and 5 below, knowing it's terrible, buggy, horrible, god-awful game, for me to do a Let's Play of Aliens Colonial Marines. Wow. I have not even opened it yet. It is one of the worst-reviewed Xbox 360 games you'll find. It is. Because it shipped basically incomplete. Not like Assassin's Creed Unity, your face disappears incomplete. Like, you just can't finish the game incomplete. Really? I knew it was really it's, awfully reviewed. I didn't know that it was unfinished. It's really buggy, is my understanding. So I'm looking forward to trying to do an LP of that. I might have to coordinate with you so we can do those at the same time. Did I finally watched Alien, by the way. I don't think we ever mentioned this on the air. I finally watched Alien, by the way. Have you had you not seen it? Did, did I motherfuck you for not seeing it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. Like two, three weeks ago, it, it I can't remember how it came up, but I was like, yeah, I never saw Alien. Or maybe I was on Twitter and I was talking about it, and you motherfucked me on Twitter about it. Uh, A list of movies, oh, Chris. That was right. Yeah, because I was like, you haven't seen Roger Rabbit or Alien? What the hell is wrong with you? So the list of movies that Chris should have seen in his 30 years on Earth has gone down by one, but I'm sure five more have been added to the list since then. I still haven't seen fucking Roger Rabbit. <laughs> they took it off Netflix. Go fucking Redbox it or download it or something. I don't think Who Framed Roger Rabbit is going to be in the Redbox, Mike. It might be. they got some older movies in there. They might have a stray copy of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm checking right now to verify they did, in fact, take it off Netflix. Riveting radio. If they didn't, I'm going to drive to Georgia and punch you in the throat. Uh, oh, no, this says it is streaming on Netflix, actually. You bastard. I feel safe because I know that you won't even drive to the corner store, so I know you're not going to drive to Georgia. It's going to be a very long bus ride, but your throat is in danger. Your mom's just, like, looking out the window tomorrow, and she's like, why is Mike oiling that fucking uh, moped up so much? <laughs> you're going to fucking... I won't even make it out of the town before it runs out of battery. Just imagine you've got, like, a just massive backpack filled with nothing but cell phone battery chargers. <laughs> and you're just, like, constantly swapping them out and swapping them out. You've somehow got them rigged up to one of those flashlights you would shake to charge it. So you're trying to steer with one hand and shake the flashlight with the other to charge the battery. Oh. But I have a lot of practice making that motion, so I can do it for a long time. <laughs> if if you were to make that work and wind up to Georgia, I would probably be like, you know what? You have earned this. You may punch me in the throat, sir. You just put your hands back and lean your head backwards and go for it. This one's you, little buddy. This one's you. He'd be like, my arms hurt too much. I've been shaking my arm for the past six weeks. And then I'd have like a Popeye-sized forearm. <laughs> oh, no comment. <laughs> uh Alien Isolation has gotten really good. Like, I'm really interested in taking a look at it myself one day. It's gotten really good reviews. Yeah, I was originally kind of turned off by it because of the plot, in that it's mm -hmm. like, it's it's Ripley's daughter 
going into space to find her mother and somehow by the grace of fucking God repeats the exact same situation that her mother was in. Right. So that was kind of like, really? Why didn't you just make it like fucking alien the game? But, uh, cause everybody knows how that ends. Well, it's going to end the same way anyway. Is it? You're still going to win and beat the alien. And I'm sure that they just, just because of fan service are like, yeah, you have to put the alien in the airlock and blow it out because remember the movie? You like the movie. Movie? Don't you remember the movie? So, uh, but yeah, uh, when, again, it was another one that I was there that I had already got the Xbox out of the case at Walmart and was like, hmm, what games do I want? Well, that one is one people are talking about, so why not? Good choice. So, but yeah, just kind of, just kind of waiting to get through the games that I'm currently recording to, uh, to break into that one. Now, now speaking of that. Mike is playing Power Rangers Super Legends right now. I am. I'm so sorry. I'm Mike. done. Are you? Yeah. How long is it? It's going to be, let's see, I've got how many? I mean, like, how long is the game? How many hours is the game? Oh, Christ. Probably uh, four hours. Oh, that's about what I figured. I um. It's going to end up I... being, like, probably eight episodes. I saw your uh, your episode today. And I was just, I was just, that got me thinking about Power Rangers games. I went on the Wikipedia page I looked and I was like, that's right. There's a DS release of Super Legends. I wonder what it's like. Maybe I should do a, something with that. And so I got an emulator and I got a copy of, uh, Super Legends for DS. And it's fucking horrible. <laughs> like, you think the, uh, the one you're playing is a bland beat em up. Oh my god. Uh, not, there's nothing unique about any of the characters. And uh, most notably was that, like, in the middle of the stage, for no, ex- just no reason at all, just in the middle of the fucking stage, it turns into, like, a top-down shooter. What? Like a top-down, like, kind of gradius shooter. Why would... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm just like... I was going to question it, but then I was like, oh, yeah, because it was Disney's Power Rangers, and they didn't really give a shit about the franchise. He was like, it was, uh, which one was it? Uh, oh, my God, I can't remember. I knew it was one of the red ones. Of course it was. Except for that was... very first level in the, in at least the PlayStation version, uh, yeah. all of the characters of the Red Ranger, until the last level when you play as like the armored up Omega Ranger. Yeah. It was the, uh, the, op- the Red o- Overdrive Ranger, I think. Mm. Cause you know, that was the season that came out, so of course the first season was the, the Overdrive Ranger. Right. And I just pulled up the list of that so I could find a vehicle list so I could find out what the vehicle was. No, no, no. Was it the shark? I don't know. <laughs> it was some fucking like helicopter looking thing that he was driving. And, uh, it just fucking turns into a goddamn shooter. And I'm like, alright, cool. And then he's like, well, that's done. And it turns into <laughs> a side scrolling beat em up. Glad we got through that. <laughs> Now that I'm and, and clearly it's not like I'm like in some other part of town. It's just like I'm I'm back in the beginning. No, we're on the other side of town. But this is the same. No, we're on the other side of town. What a fucking cash grab! Are you game sure, Mac? It looks like is. the exact same. No, 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 no. Mac, you are a robot. Are you maybe glitching out, buddy? No, I'm not a robot. I'm a real boy. Love me, <laughs> love me. Please tell everyone I'm your favorite ranger. Does anybody remember Operation Overdrive fondly? I I do, but probably not for the reasons that that like they would want me to. I remember us. I remember giving us that... giving it shit, and that's why I remember it fondly. I remember the first episode, us watching it. Like we're gonna give this a genuine, like we're ready to give this a real shot. 
And then it's like, the Black Ranger's a black guy? Did we learn nothing? Could you make that any worse? You know, you're a really skilled thief. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Well, it also had the uh, the Once a Ranger special, which yeah. I, I enjoyed. I, I, I have fond memories of Operation Overdrive. It was not the best season, but it was it was fun. I actually did not watch past those first like three episodes. I think I turned my cable off a few days after that to save some money. But uh, it's on the list of ep- series that I'm like, I should really go back and watch that. And then I started it, and I'm like, never mind. <laughs> no, it was really at the uh, the peak of of Disney's Power Rangers. Oh, also in the uh, DS version, <clears throat> there are only two enemy types. Mm-hmm. Guess what those two enemy types are? I'm guessing it's a a, a grunt. Like a putty? Putties, yes. That's one of them. And Oh, do you just mean, like, in general? Yeah, just the, just the like, now that I mean, like, there's there's villains, obviously, but I only ran into um, two enemy types. Two, like, standard enemy types. Because, I mean, on the, the PlayStation version, they're all, the, the villains also don't differentiate from each other except for the textures. Right. So it's like, in, in one, they're the bug creatures from... Uh, the... Lost Galaxy, but then in the next they're putties, and they're they operate exactly the same. They just look different. Yeah. Now I putties and big putties, crybots, crybots from Zeo from no, SPD. From SPD, that's right. <clears throat> like what? Zeo was cogs, not crybots. I mean, I don't You're... know. Shut up. You <laughs> listen. If the <laughs> girl who has Mike's hotmail address is listening to this for some reason, buy his art. <laughs> Don't date me after that, but... No, you should date Mike. He'll um, morph into an excellent boyfriend. Talk about Power Rangers at you. I won't even notice that you've broken up with me and gotten married. We'll still be talking about Power Rangers. So weird. Mike's on top of me and he's about to climax and he just looks me dead in the eye and he screams, Summon the Megazord! (laughs) That's gross. I don't like you thinking about me climaxing. Speaking of gross things, WWE. (laughs) Hey, did you read the thing about WWE's comics? What that they made them take CM Punk out? Punk is no longer allowed in either. all the all the old issues are out of print now because <laughs> they sold out so quickly. Yeah, and they have been told, "Oh, what a hot fucking property that was." I God, did you actually like read or see any of them? I I looked through one of them and the the art was not consistent, like from page to page. No, and everyone looked exactly the same like we we sort of bitch about how homogenized uh the the guys are as it is with sort of all looking similar but when you have an artist rendering of them and they literally all have the same body and slightly different heads yeah like what's the difference between heath slater and john morrison red hair other than that they look exactly the same that's that gives you an idea of how long these comics have been running, despite how few issues there have been. John, <laughs> John Morrison was sitting there. <laughs> Johnny Mundo for all you uh, all you Lucha Underground fans. So uh, we 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 went on vacation. We went on vacay uh, right after the TLC pay per view mm-hmm. and and the Raw which followed it. Since then, not a fucking thing has happened. Not a... Not only has nothing happened, but the things that had happened since Survivor Series have been actively reversed. Yeah. Well, the the one the one actual noteworthy thing is that Daniel Bryan's back. Oh man, sort of, I remember kind of. 
We were all like, oh my god, is, is he coming out to announce his retirement? The way that tweet's worded, it sounds like a, a, a retirement. And then King was like, he might be coming out to announce his retirement. And everybody went, oh, he's in the Rumble. That's cool. <laughs> I I still hadn't seen that episode. The first one that I watched was just this last week's because I was still trying to juggle work and and other work. Uh, you know what you missed by not watching that episode? Fucking thing. Not a fucking thing. Well, you missed uh, Seth Rollins get the authority reinstated with uh, the threat of murder. <laughs> you know, I did. Was... I did like. Well, I was gonna say that I read the results, but then, like I said, I watched this last week's episode and they replayed that bit probably forty times. Uh the here's here's my favorite part about that. So here's here's how it goes down. Edge and Christian. Christian, by the way, officially retired now. Mm-hmm. They announced it on Raw, or they kind of casually threw it out there. He may not actually be retired. That may have just been so you'd feel really sad for him when they got beat up at the end of the episode. Oh. No, I think that last concussion that he got yeah, I finally think took done. its toll on him. And he, Man, maybe I'm done. I, I think we're not – I think he's still going to be around in some capacity. He's not going to be a competitor. I think they'll use him as an agent or a trainer or something. Yeah. Uh, I I think he's too reliable a hand for them to do that with. It's a shame. I always felt he deserved a lot more credit than he got. He uh he at least got a I mean I don't want to say a good title run with the heavyweight title for a little while there, but he at least got one, two really if you think about it. I was gonna say, didn't he get like two or three reigns out of that? Uh, he got two. He got one um where he won it at the pay per view, and then Tuesday night at the SmackDown tapings lost it to Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And then he got a couple month one after he uh, did his chicken shit heel gimmick. Right. So, anyways, um, as as you may or may not recall, at the end of Survivor Series, it was said that John Cena would be the only one who could bring the authority back in power, which is an interesting way to run a business. But it's Vince McMahon; you don't question it. Did they? They so they did actually say that they said that John Cena was the only one who would be able to decide this. Yeah, the go home raw before Survivor Series. Uh, that's, that's how this was like literally a last minute, like throw this at it and see if he would like pay for you. Uh, they came out and, uh, sorry. Um, I didn't remember that. And when Cena was like, okay, I bring back the authority. I was like, wait a sec. Isn't like Vince set this all up. It, no. Only he should be able to, cause his company. No. Okay. Vince on that go home episode. Was like, oh, I think uh, if the authority <laughs> like loses, he starts off every sentence sounding like Goldar. Uh. <laughs> Why not? Stephanie starts every sentence sounding like Rita Repulsa. <laughs> ah! Um, I think if the authority loses, then the authority will be the authority no more. Some like weird, convoluted bullshit sentence like that. Authority, authority, authority. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and the only person, the only person who can bring the authority back will be John Cena. And they announced that, like, in the opening promo of the Go Home Raw before Survivor Series, as if to scream, please give us money, please. Which that was really the that whole, like, three weeks leading into Survivor Series. Just yeah, like, keep well, stacking this fucking match because we got nothing else. <laughs> um, why ain't that the truth? What a fucking pay-per-view that was. <laughs> please, Sting, please. Um... So Seth Rollins comes out because they're going to do a big peep show cutting edge segment. Uh, were they interviewing Seth Rollins for that segment? Um, I can't remember who they were supposed to be interviewing for that segment. But Seth Rollins and J&J Security come out. And they beat down Edge and Christian and call out John Cena. And Rollins is like, I'm going to break Edge's fucking neck if you don't bring the authority back. And Cena's like, shit, all right, cool, I bring him back. 
Don't, and, just don't uh, kill Edge. Don't kill the guy who I had a fucking blood feud with for ten years. It's okay. There was a uh, 30-second bit beforehand where John Cena and Edge talked about how much they respect each other now. Oh, so they're friends. They're friends now. That's good. Well, you know, Edge is on a Legends contract, and if you're on a Legends contract, everybody loves you. <laughs> Unless you're Kevin Nash. <laughs> in which case, they're just waiting for those charges to blow over. Kevin Nash is just, yeah, beating up his kid. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I keep getting distracted by, like, news things scrolling across Twitter and going, that's not important. Close away, Twitter. Twitter. We're in the middle Go of away, podcast, Twitter. for God's sakes. I don't have Twitter we're, open. We're working, Twitter. You stop it. So, yeah, threatening to break Edge's neck is apparently a legit means of bringing people back into power in the WWE. <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, hey, that was done under duress. I think that one shouldn't count. They're just like, nope, they're in power. Do you know how much of a nope they're in power they are? 30 seconds after John Cena says, I bring back the authority. <laughs> they come out Trump, with champagne. They come out with champagne flutes. <laughs> like, John Cena didn't think it weird while he's walking to the ring. Oh, that's weird. Hunter and Stephanie are in gorilla position drinking champagne. That's huh. very strange. It's very weird. Yeah. Well, it's wrestling. So, you know. I mean, technically, we bring a dead guy out once a year to wrestle. Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. By the way, if you're enjoying uh, Kayfabe regarding The Undertaker's gimmick, my recommendation to you is don't follow Michelle McCool on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to have the illusions of your childhood shattered, follow Michelle McCool on Instagram. Go right ahead. You saw the pictures of them posing in the family reunion attire, right? No, I I saw the the Jay-Z t-shirts. That's, those are the ones I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Undertaker. Oh. Do you think Undertaker even knows who the fuck Jay-Z is? Well, I mean, he knows who Limp Biscuit is. Michelle McCool I can understand because she's about 30 years younger than him, but... Maybe Undertaker's one of those like old guys who's like, I'm hip, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with the rip-rap. I know that Jay's guy. I'm familiar with the Sugar Hill Gang, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I know about rap. It's songs about killing police. <laughs> Do they still smoke the chronic? Anyway. Anyways. Uh, we need to get without... better about not just running off on tangents that have no end. Why? <laughs> Why? They're the best part of this fucking show, man. It really breaks the flow of what we're talking about, and it's hard to get back into it. So, uh, with that in mind, on the uh, first Raw of 2015, oh yeah, the uh, last Raw of 2014, before we get started on this, Daniel Bryan comes out and announces he's back in the Rumble, which was really just to say, please watch Raw, Daniel Bryan's going to be here tonight. Because mm-hmm. it would have been way cooler if that had just been like the surprise Rumble entry. Oh shit, Daniel Bryan, what the fuck? But now they've got that, and also that'll drive some subs to the network, which finally launched in the UK. Yay! Congratulations, England. Now you, too, can be disappointed. Welcome to last year, England. Um, enjoy Monday Night War and all five episodes of Raw from 1996 that they have up. Mm. I can't complain. I am really enjoying Monday Night War. Yeah, it's a good show. I, ne- I never forget. I never remember to watch it, so I usually like binge watch a munch- month and a half at a time. Munch and a half? Plus, you're just loving Total Divas on there. <sighs> <laughs> I watched a few episodes of that, and I haven't gone back. It's one of those things, like, if I've got something to do and I need to ignore something, like, I just need some background noise, Total Divas will do the trick, but I'd rather not. Although, I don't know, Paige is on there now, so that might... Yeah, you're going to be uh, watching it just for her. And the uh, and the drama, because you love the show. You're the biggest fan. 
page is all pasty and British and Rosa Mendez is trying to make out with everybody on the cast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. There was something in the season premiere they were talking about on fan forums about pot brownies. Yeah, I, I saw a thing about that. and They weren't actually pot brownies. It was just something to make Natalia look stupid. That's a, Way that's to, a thing on the show, isn't it? Way to use that talent, W. Natalia is like the sad panda of Total Divas, yes. Yeah, it's like... Season one was all about Tyson Kidd uh, ignoring her uh, to watch like New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, like, even to the bit where they did that, uh, that episode where she, like, bought the lingerie and she comes out looking fucking hot, and he's like, I'm just watching this Daniel Bryan match. What are you wearing? <laughs> Put some clothes on, for Christ's sake. Put some clothes on? Dragon's about to win this one. <laughs> You're disgracing his ring work. And then they had, uh, season two is about them, like, maybe possibly getting a divorce, and then I, I don't know what's going on in season three. Evidently, she's trying to refute Rosa Mendez's advances from the commercial. Which shouldn't be hard, because Michael Hayes will beat her up. What? Oh, that's kind of the running thing. There's rumors that, like, Michael Hayes and Rosa Mendez have, a, have or in the past, had a thing. No, it was, uh, because you remember Rosa, she got, quote, beat up by her boyfriend? Yeah, Jackson Andrews. I know that. There's also a thing but about... But it, it, was, it was fake, because she made that up Oh, really? Uh, to cover the fact that she had gone on, like, a drunken binge and didn't want the company to find out about it. Yeah. And then she had to go to, like, rehab for alcoholism. And when she came back after all that, uh, Michael Hayes was apparently, like, trying to get her to do shots with him. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, that's their, that's their issue. He didn't beat her up. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. There was a... I'm saying Michael Hayes will beat you up for trying to get with Rosa. Anyways. <laughs> Mike's just like, stop beating up Michael Hayes. Like, Michael Hayes didn't beat anybody up. He's a poor old man with awful hair. Leave him alone. Awful fashion sense, too. Have you seen a picture of him, like, backstage? Yeah, he's he's an awful human being. They need, like, they need to hire somebody whose sole job is to, like, meet him in wardrobe and say no. But how can you do that when Vince McMahon comes out wearing, like, bright pink suits? Well, when Michael Hayes owns the fucking WWE. <laughs> when Michael Hayes is a billionaire for a week and a half, we can talk. Yeah. Uh, also notable on the last row of 2014, the Ascension finally made their debut in a stunning squash match that nobody cared about. But they beat, like, Miz and Sandow lost to the hey, Usos. Hey, Miz hey, Dow. Ms. Dow. Sorry. They lost the Usos earlier the night. Earlier that night. They lost the tag titles to them and then came out later and got squashed by the Ascension. Yeah. Um and then the Ascension came out next week and uh pissed off the entire WWE. Did they piss them off? Did you uh watch their promo? Yeah, I saw the promo and I saw that Lance Storm was sad because they were Lance. like, they're disrespecting the Road Warriors. And I thought it was kind of stupid that he said that because it's like, it's not like they came out and said, we're glad Hawk's fucking dead. Um, uh, of course, Animal. I don't know who the Road Warriors are, so. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Animal, Road Warrior Animal made a, uh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, posted a, posted a statement somewhere. <laughs> Keep going. Road Warrior Animal. 
uh, posted a statement uh, where he also was like, that's kind of shitty, guys. Uh, but most notable to me, though, is uh, because did you actually watch the, I don't even want to call it a match. The squash the match fucking... they had on this last round? I don't, yeah. Yeah, it, I, it, like, it was general, like, these are monster guys. It's the same shit yeah. that Ryback and Brooks um, Clay were doing when they came in. I think what hurt them more than the, like, talking trash about the Road Warriors thing was the entire commentary team being like, no, nah, these guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. They're, they're bad guys. Like, that's... That's exactly how I saw it. It's like they came out, they did the squash match as like the monster heels generally do when they're trying to build them up as monster heels. Right. And they cut a promo saying we're better than all these old fucking monster tag teams. They're they're wrestling bad guys. They didn't say anything wrong. They didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. They're just being heels for Christ's sake. But- but they hurt Landstorm's feelings. And yeah, it's like you couldn't when I read You couldn't tell. He looked exactly the same as he does when he's happy, but they hurt Landstorm's feelings. <laughs> when I saw Lance Storm on Twitter being like, Hey man, they're disrespecting Hawk. I can't watch this anymore. I'm turning off Raw. Then I was like, Oh shit, what did they say? And then I actually watched the promo and they're like, We're better than demolition, we're better than the Road Warriors, suck it. And it's like, Oh wow, really? You got that pissed off about that? It's like they're they're villains. They're wrestling villains. In the long run, I'm not terribly impressed with the Ascension so far, though. But we'll see. Yeah, I was never big on them. Like I, I've been watching NXT obviously uh, more than you have. Uh, I won't deny that. I, I won't deny that. And yeah, it's like they're they're the big monster tag team, but I I haven't seen anything super great about them. Well, it's not easy. It's not hard to be the big monster tag team in NXT where there's only like three tag teams. Yeah. Yeah, we're the monsters compared to uh, Sin Cara. Compared and, to the Lucha uh, Dragons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even remember the other guy's name, even though I really enjoyed his work. Kalisto. That's it, yeah. Kalisto. Uh, the first round of 2015 also opened with this great segment with everybody just standing in the ring as John Cena had his sad poopy face on. Um, did you see what the highest trending thing on Twitter was during that entire segment? Mm-mm. Darren Young. Well, he was there. He was there. I was like, Darren Young's there, guys. He was there sporting some what-the-fuck facial hair. Hey, you know what? He didn't look exactly like John Cena, so that's a step (laughs) up. Darren Young, who for months we have heard they were planning for him to be revealed to be the bunny, and we've all been kind of waiting for him to come back. Just fucking, hey, guys, just shows up in the ring. Yeah. What's up? That's one way to bring a guy back, I guess. Hey. What's up, guys? Didn't even didn't have a match or anything later in the night. Nobody mentioned it. Just hey, look, Darren Young's back. Of course, right there. Like I, I, I've said it, and you've corrected me, and I've seen it said a, a bunch of other places, which is probably why I said it. That is like it's often said that WWE has a very thin roster, which is why there's so few people on Raw every week, and that opening segment really proved your it point that, that they don't. really, really don't. <laughs> No, they have a really, like, deep, diverse roster that they're using about 10% of. Yeah. Uh, if you go to a house show, you're going to see, like, Darren Young and everybody else. I, it, it's such a waste. And that wasn't even the entire roster in the ring. Wasn't it? God, no. Uh, Brian wasn't there, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rusev wasn't there. 
Um, there were a couple others. That wasn't even the whole roster, man. Uh, Paige wasn't out there. AJ wasn't out there. She's out on injury right now. Uh, Bo Dallas is still out on injury. Bray Wyatt wasn't in the ring. Um, I feel like Harper wasn't there either. I can't remember. Well, didn't he come out with, uh, no, he didn't. I thought he was with the authority when they eventually came out, but no, no. Um, let's see. I got, I got a picture of it right here. <laughs> let's list everyone who was out there. Let's not. Let's move on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not even... Oh, Curtis Axel's in there, too. Oh, no, Rusev is there. Rusev and Lana are right there. Even though he's uh, he's doing a thing right now where he's trying to let uh, William Regal uh, let him into NXT. Is he? Because he's got he's to gotta refocus his career again. I'm Paige is there, too. Hi, Paige. <laughs> None of these people are there. Oh, they're there. <laughs> oh, wait, they're all there. I just couldn't see anything over John Cena's bright yellow shirt. Anyways, that highlight, yeah, that's uh, like I've been saying for a while now. They've got a much deeper roster than I'll let you believe, but they're using the same few guys over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll that'll hopefully change now that Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and uh, the third guy, I can't recall off the top of my head right now. Ryback? Ryback. They're all fired. For real, they're all fired two weeks before the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, uh, former U.S. champion and most notable WWE athlete in history, Zack Ryder was not in that ring. Well, they didn't want everyone to be like, Zack Ryder's on Raw! <laughs> ah! uh, no, he's been out with that shoulder injury, uh, but he is, like, rehabbing it and should be back in, like... He should be back just in time to miss the Royal Rumble. <laughs> just to miss the I'm Royal here, Rumble bros. and not be on Fastlane or WrestleMania. Hey, bro, I'm here, I'm here. What did I miss? Oh, the Rumble? Man, where am I this week? Total Divas? Working catering? Bro! Oh, bro! I'm going to make the meanest YouTube video ever. Uh, but yeah, uh, first Raw of the year. Uh, Not terribly impressive. Hmm? Wasn't terribly impressive. No, they, they, the, we mentioned pretty much all the notable, well, uh, the Barrett returned. Oh yeah, Barrett and uh, Ziggler had their match. You remember when uh, Barrett and Ziggler had that great singles match uh, right before Barrett hurt himself? Mm-hmm. And they could have like recaptured that fire. They could have captured that genie in the bottle. Nah, Mm-mm. let's just let's just gimmick this one to hell. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler won the first. Or, he won the match. Ziggler wins the match in a decisive manner. I would say, like, just kind of fucking mops the floor with Barrett real quick, and then Kane comes out yeah. and makes it a two out of three falls match, which Barrett wins. I kind of enjoy the idea of a heel Kane just keeps coming out, going, "Oh, I am so forgetful." It'd be even better if, like, Ziggler kept winning and he was doing, like, uh, death in that one Bill and Ted movie. Like, 7 out of 15. Ah, oh, I forgot. It's a cage match. Put it together quick, guys. Hurry up. Come on. Oh! And the cage just lowers from the ceiling. <laughs> that was conveniently oh. set up. Kane's just like, oh, I forgot. It's a, I don't know, Punjabi prison match. <laughs> Fuck it. Out comes the crew with their, like, these giant bales of bamboo to set up. <laughs> crew just looks really confused. We haven't put one of these together in, like, six years, man. Fucking do it! Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, not a very great match. I I do like that they're trying to put Barrett back on track. Yeah. But, uh, like, let's <laughs> let's see if he makes it six months without hurting himself. Oh, man. They could have done, like, a great return storyline with Barrett, because, I mean, the crown was behind him when he left. They were behind him when he came back, and uh, just kind of going back to the shifty heel thing, I feel it's a step backwards. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cause Barrett can hold zone in the fucking ring. And if you like, if they wanted to do that intercontinental championship tournament angle again and build it up to, I don't know, fast lane, a pay-per-view that needs some views because nobody gives a shit about it. That'd be the way to go. Nah, we'll just gimmick it and bury Dolph Ziggler. If only the there was a gimmick for that pay-per-view that, uh, the gimmick would have so- sold the show, like maybe an elimination chamber. Oh man. Mm. Uh, I gotta do that in, when did they move it to? I don't know. Did they move it to, like, right after SummerSlam or right before SummerSlam? Something like that. But, yeah, uh, that was uh, that was really the, the most notable thing on the show. Oh, no, you had the ambulance match. That that wasn't notable. You had Eric Rowan versus Luke Harper for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> the reason being the script said so. Hold on, they had J&J security with, uh, with Rowan. Oh, right, yeah. Stealing oh, yeah. Power Rangers moves. What? Oh, I saw you mention something. I can't remember what they did, but I saw they you mention that. They did the that. drop kick on either side of Harper's head, and it reminded me of when, uh, in the movie, they squashed the one ooze putty's head. I would love it if J&J Security got pink and yellow ranger gimmicks. <laughs> but which one would be the pink ranger? Noble. It'd be noble. It'd be noble. It'd be noble. Uh, but yeah, then... Going through the card, actually. The, yeah, the, uh, the fucking ambulance match. Bray Wyatt wins another feud that means nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Is it, was that the blow-off match for this feud? Yes. Did you read the, the SmackDown spoilers? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ambrose is going into a feud with, uh, uh, fucking, who was it? It was, Gotta go. it was Big Rollins. Show. Big Show and Rollins? I think it was Big Show and Rollins against Reigns, and uh, he had to find a tag partner, and he finds Ambrose. Ambrose, which, like, screams, like, really good main event, and then you go, oh, Big Show. <laughs> like, Rollins and I'm, I just, fuck, just anybody else. Literally anybody else on the fucking roster. Rollins and Cameron <laughs> would be a better tag team. Yeah, there was also that, oh, God. Where Naomi and Alicia Fox are backstage, kind of being like, hey, we're friends, but not really. And then Alicia Fox turns on Naomi because I I can't tell if she's a heel or a face anymore either. Neither can Alicia Fox. And uh, then who comes out to check on Naomi? Cameron. Cameron. Aren't they still angry at each other? We know Cameron's now a pop music star with her uh, new song, Bye Bye. I I saw you tried to link me to that, you (laughs) fucking criminal. You didn't. You didn't watch Bye Bye. I clicked on it and I saw what it was and immediately closed it and I I cursed your name. <laughs> that voodoo doll of me you keep on your desk got a little work that night, huh? A lot of work. A lot of work. I need to make a new one because I set that one on fire. I just imagine you've bought like a uh, like a wrestling buddy and just like modded it to look like me and you're just like on your bed, fucking fucking elbow dropping. Fuck, goddamn it, Chris. And I'm over here like, got this pain in my chest. That's weird as shit. Oh, man, my leg hurts. You're like fucking bending its leg in half. <laughs> Fuck you! This wrestling buddy in a figure four. Your mom walks in to see you like with a wrestling buddy in a cross face. Shut up, mom! I'm a grown man! Leave me alone! Uh, uh, and then this, of course, um, led to uh, nothing. Oh, Kane and Seth Rollins. Uh, Ryback versus Seth Rollins was scheduled, and Kane comes out and goes, Oh, God, fuck, right, yeah. It's supposed to be a two-on-one match with me. But yeah, again, uh, uh, like, just trying to hit on the noteworthy points that, that, who cares? Yeah. 
hey, uh, Cesaro and Tyson are, are rosebuds now. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Cesaro and Tyson are the tag team I am most excited about in the company right now. So we're probably never going to see them do anything meaningful. No, they're already not doing anything meaningful. They're with fucking Adam Rose. They want to kill a gimmick real quick, put it with Adam Rose. Uh, so yeah, uh, Raw ends with, uh, Triple H and Stephanie like, how should we punish you guys for, you know, beating us in a competitive wrestling match? In a 20-minute segment. That ended Raw and went over. Show went long. Of course it did. Because three hours isn't enough to contain this show. Not enough for this bullshit train wreck. Um... And, uh, yeah, they just, they've, they go with that old WWE mainstay of, yeah, you're fired. Yeah, it's 20 minutes of Cena standing there looking sad as Triple I'm, H and Stephanie just fucking ramble. I am so glad that with, uh, R- Royal Rumble coming up, they devoted 20 whole minutes to John Cena's sad face. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And meanwhile, I pointed this out on Twitter and you kind of corrected me, even though not really. <laughs> They mentioned the Rumble twice. That, yeah, this whole thing. They're, they're like, second biggest pay-per-view of the year, their first pay-per-view of the year, and they're most important right behind WrestleMania. And on the Raw, the first Raw of the year, leading into said pay-per-view, hardly even mention it. They mention it to put Seth Rollins in the title match for fuck knows why. And to say buying it on the network is cheaper than buying it on pay-per-view, so buy it on the network. Other than that, no fucking mention of this show. You there? Hello? I hit the mute button at some point somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting here, like, saying the same point three times, like, why is Mike not responding? That's so... He normally... Huh. Um... Over here screaming. (laughs) Hello, Chris? Chris? Hello? They want it so that uh, Brock Lesnar can carry the title into WrestleMania to drop it to Roman Reigns. I mean, whoever wins the Royal Rumble. Um, But they want John Cena to look strong as opposed to, you know, the last two times he just got his ass beat by Brock Lesnar. See, I feel like, but this time he needs to look strong. (laughs) So he's going to toss around Seth Rollins? How do you want to book going into WrestleMania this way? How would you book the WrestleMania title picture right now? Right now? Um... How would you book the end of WrestleMania 31? So I have an idea how I would do it. I am curious what you would do. Right now, at Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. I would take the title off of Brock. Okay. Uh, I would have the shenanigans. Uh, shenanigans, the second most popular WWE <laughs> after Fire Em. But uh, I, I would do a thing where I would get the title off Brock onto Rollins. Mm-hmm. And then... At WrestleMania, I would have Rollins versus Reigns for the title, and Cena and Lesnar do their own match. That way... You would book Cena-Lesnar 4 at WrestleMania? Yes, I would. Oh my god. Because if Cena's... If if they want to have Cena and Lesnar in the title picture, then... Now bear in mind, too, this is... WrestleMania is probably it for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Probably going back to MMA. Right. But... It's like, no one's going to be able to believe at this point that Roman Reigns can beat Brock. Right. The only person that they have who is believable enough to beat Brock is Cena. No one wants to fucking see Cena win the title. <laughs> I... So you put Rollins... You give the belt to Rollins, who's a little guy. Yeah. Also, the the only heel in the company right now that actually has some heat on him. Put him in there against Reigns. Reigns win the title. Okay. Everyone's happy. 
Cena and Lesnar have their match. So and then Cena can beat Lesnar and so long Lesnar. Lesnar can go off into the sun. And it has no real repercussions overall on the company because Cena doesn't have the title. Mm-hmm. I would so, uh, so long Lesnar. Roman Reigns has the championship. Yay, everyone wins. Everyone's happy. I would I would keep the belt on Lesnar the Rumble. And I would have Brian win the Rumble. Because right now the only Brock Lesnar match that I would be interested in seeing is Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I've seen Cena Lesnar, I've seen Triple H. I want to see something new. I feel like it's kind of a waste of Brock Lesnar to only have him. He's only wrestled three different people since he's come back. But Cena, Triple H, and I guess you could say he technically wrestled the big show, but all he did was <laughs> beat him with chairs for 45 minutes. But here's, I would book WrestleMania ending like this, because we know Brian can do that story in a match where it's like fucking take him to the limit. And I would have Brian and Lesnar just fucking tear the house down and go all the way to the limit and beat the shit out of each other. And I would have Brian barely win it. And I would have Rollins run down to cash in. But I'd have Lesnar lay out Rollins before he could cash in. And I'd establish this idea that Lesnar kind of gains respect for Brian because Brian beat the shit out of him clean. Nobody's done that. Cena punched him in the face with a chain. Triple H beat him on some chairs with a sledgehammer, if I recall correctly. But I like to feel that if you could do you could do a storyline to still protect Lesnar, where if somebody could take him to the limit and pin him clean in the middle of the ring, Lesnar would respect that. And I would have the last time you see Lesnar in WWE be him just fucking leaving the arena with his tail between his legs. But see, after, like, demolishing the big show, ending the streak, mm-hmm. once again demolishing Cena, mm-hmm. Brian's not a fucking threat to Brock. You gotta build him up as a fucking threat to Brock. He's got two months to do it. He's been injured with a neck injury. His neck. His fucking neck. Hey, Kurt Ankle won the Olympics with a broken freaking neck, man. (laughs) Not against Brock Lesnar. Who knows what Brie Bella's been doing to Daniel Bryan in the off time. (laughs) It's like, I, I don't see in two months building Daniel Bryan up to be a, a, a believable contender to Brock. They don't have anyone you can build to be a believable contender right now. But they could if they really wanted to. No. But they didn't. It, like, Brian versus Brock is such a lopsided look that it's it's not going to be believable to see Brian win, even if mm-hmm. they do take it to the limit, like you said. And I don't know that Brian is healthy enough to be able to do something like that. I don't either. Who knows? Like, I wouldn't want to... I. If I'm running the company, I don't want to put Brian in that spot right after coming back to risk him getting hurt. Right. It's like showing up at the Rumble, sure, yay. Having a match at Mania, definitely. But he doesn't need to be in the main event, and he certainly doesn't need to to get the dog shit kicked out of him. Not this time, anyway. I mean, let he can get back into like main event spot around next year's WrestleMania. But after just coming off of like nine months with a neck injury, I wouldn't want to put him in that spot for both his own health and not having to like, we're going to build this show around Brian and Oh fuck his neck broke again. We're out of main event. Ah, that I clicked the wrong thing. Stop clicking things. You're going to break something. That's don't comment. I'm not touching that one. Uh, speaking of broken decks, let's just real quick. TNA. Destination Impact happened tonight. Yeah. 
by happened, I mean there was a two-hour space in which uh, an impact event happened, but nothing really happened to the point where I'm reading the results here, and there's a hashtag that actually says, more stalling in the ring occurs. Yeah, it really, like... It was a really good one-hour event padded out to two hours. <laughs> yes. It was... I, I really, 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 really wanted it to be really good. I did, too. I did much like I did with Raw. I gave them, like, the first half an hour to catch my attention, and then I played Borderlands for the next hour and a half because they did nothing to grab me. How do we, like, introduce this new network to our roster? Ah, let's just have them all beat each other up while Kurt Angle yells at them. I I liked the opening until the big brawl. I did the, the, like, them going through their day getting ready or whatever, that whole, like, opening segment. Yeah, them kind of building up and then the heels and faces showing up to the arena and that little face-off that they had in the parking lot. I thought that was cool. If they yeah. had ended it there, it would have been awesome. But then they had to go into the just knockdown, drag-out brawl throughout the entire fucking arena. And, by the way, even though this was advertised as live, it was actually airing on a tape delay of one hour! Wow. Also... I praised this thing on Twitter to you. I said the most impressive thing to me about it was right off the bat I can look at it and I can see this looks nothing like WWE programming. Mm -hmm. Because it's really dark and the colors are kind of popping. And then I saw some pictures on Twitter and I realized it's really dark because there is nobody in attendance for this event. Yeah, during the, the, the brawl, when especially when they had the guys up in the, the balcony... And it's like, there, there's people in, like, the two rows of the balcony, and there's probably 15 rows up there. Yeah. And it's it, like, there's nobody here. Yeah. And I, I was I was hoping that it wasn't dark to hide the fact that there was no one there, a la WCW. But uh, that's exactly why it was dark. Should have just done a whole night of empty arena matches at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, the big brawl, Kurt Angle comes out. He's like, no, you, you're going to defend your title, and you're going to defend your title, and you're going to defend your title. And uh, <laughs> Much <back>. like Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets you a get title, a title shot, and you get a title shot. <laughs> uh, and then MVP like tries to call him out, and Kurt's like, by the way, I'm wrestling again. And I resigned, and the last match I made was me and you. And he punches uh, MVP, and he takes off his jacket. Underneath his jacket is a replica of the Waterworld set, because he is sweating so much. And that's how you're fucking, that's how it opens. There's a big brawl and then a gimmick street fight with two guys in street clothes beating each other up in the ring. Yeah, not not the way I would start my wrestling show. <sighs> um, And then, like, a whole bunch of nothing happens. Basically, from what I can tell watching this, uh, everybody except for the Hardys and Kurt Angle are heels. <laughs> <laughs> like, to the point where even, like, uh, uh, Eric Young comes out and you're like, ah, oh, face, no. No, he's heel now. For some reason. Well, you could tell at the beginning because the heels showed up on one bus and the faces on the other. That's how you know who's who's oh, what. It's based on what bus they ride. Yeah. So, nah, I can't make a joke about buses. Because <laughs> back, like, in uh, not so far back as, like, the weekly pay-per-views, but uh, sort of, like, right after that when they got on regular TV, they used to have, like, two ramps coming to the, the ring. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The faces would come down one and the heels would come right. down the other. So now now they just have buses. Well, they just have buses. They just, like, chauffeur the wrestlers up to the ring in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> one bus has face spray-painted on the side and one has a heel. That's how you know. Uh, matches that occurred this evening, uh, as we already mentioned, Kurt Angle versus MVP in a street fight, which is a terrible way to open the show. 
the Wolves versus James Storm and Abyss with the Hardys interfering, allowing uh, James Storm and Abyss to retain due to that favorite WWE booking shenanigans. That's how you can get away with anything in wrestling, just shenanigans. Just shenanigans. Uh... Jeremy Borash, sorry, JB, comes to the ring, and then uh, Ethan Carter, the three, and Tyrus interrupts. Um, Tyrus was Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay. Which, the, the, this segment just went on so, so goddamn long, and the payoff for it uh, was going to be JB slapping Ethan Carter, the third. Right. The problem is that when they do that spot, the camera is focused right on Tyrus's dick completely missing it like they zoomed in too far like it was like right on the funkasaurus yeah and it but it was just right on brodus's crotch and you kind of see jb move and hear the slap sound and then it cuts to another camera angle and there's a fight so it's like the 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 moment that people were waiting for for jb to slap gets completely missed for a shot of tyrus's dick yeah, the note I have here literally says, uh, Ethan shaves off part of JB's hair as Tyrus holds Spud back, more stalling in the ring. Yeah, then, yeah, then, yeah. Because apparently Ethan Carter has been haunting Rockstar Spud, <laughs> saying he's going to shave off his hair. Remember when Derek Bateman was going to do a Mr. America gimmick in WWE? Mm-hmm. Boy, those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. Um... Austin Aries uh, faced off against Loki for the X Division title. Aries won the title. Um, next up, a knockouts battle royale with Taryn Terrell. Terrell. Taryn Terrell. Taryn Terrell. Defending uh, her title against Madison Rain, Havoc, Gail Kim, Rebel, Velvet Sky, and Angelita Love. Uh, also, Robbie came out and cut that weird promo about his ex girlfriend, which is kind of squicky because in real life, they did just break up. Yeah. And I'm like, this is. No. This is no. Ooh. Hey man, the best storylines come from life, brother. Eric Bischoff, what are you doing here? <laughs> you heard it here first. Room full of nerd stuff is just too sweet. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Monday Night War. I don't um, think did Bischoff ever say that? That was a Kevin probably Nash not. Thing. Probably not. I don't. I saw Hogan say it like two million times. Too sweet, brother. Saying it wrong. Sorry, I say a lot of things wrong. That's the gimmick. No, that's how that's Hogan my... says it, too. Oh, let's say that's my gimmick, is when you listen to the podcast, you're like, I enjoy it, but I think that one guy is just constantly having a stroke. <laughs> the match ends with the lights go out, and when they come up, Awesome Kong is back in the ring, which made me kind of sad, because it's like, oh, you were supposed to go be a big deal in WWE, and that didn't happen. See, I was I was happy to see her back because I I've always been a fan of hers, and if she can't be in WWE, then at least at least TNA. Yeah, because they're they're the, really the only other company with women's wrestling. I mean, there's there's none in Ring of Honor. Uh, I and like everything else is international. I don't know how how much she wants to travel to Japan. Yeah, I'm glad she's she's getting work. I do like her, but it it's also it's just kind of like man, there was supposed to be something like really cool going on with you. And then just a bunch of shit happened. Yeah. The, that felt really, I, I remember her coming back at the Rumble, like, oh, that's fucking awesome, she's back. And then, nah. But then the, the thing that really killed her return was the announcers completely fucking no-sold yeah. it. Oh, fuck. It's, yeah, the lights come back on and Kong and Havoc are staring nose-to-nose at each other. And Josh Matthews is up there, oh, it's awesome Kong. <laughs> huh, look at that. I wasn't here. Is she supposed to be a big deal? 
before that, I had been thinking, it's kind of nice to hear Josh Matthews in the announce booth. That's a nice, nice, nice breath of fat air. Sorry, Dusty Rhodes came through there for a second. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, it's good to hear you on the radio there, Justin. <laughs> radio? By the way, speaking of TNA announcers. Radios. I can hear Josh Matthews. Ooh, Josh Matthews, are you on the AM or the FM dial? Me and Thef, I do enjoy listening to the radio as we stand the moonshine and drink wine. Um, <laughs> what sort of fucking hillbilly? <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> oh god! Speaking of TNA announcers, <clears throat> while we were on vacation. Taz started a podcast. Yeah, fuck that little... Which sounds like the most, like, horrible grading hour you could spend a week doing. Taz talking for an hour straight? Yeah, I I have never no. liked his commentary through the, no. the, like, over a decade that he's been doing it. And Jesus Christ, I could not imagine going out of my way to download a podcast of him yammering for an hour. That's another one of those guys It was like, big, terrifying, scary dude opens his mouth and you go, oh. Well, he's not big, but you know what I mean. He's a little tiny guy. Yeah, Taz circa 1998 would fucking terrify me. But Taz circa 2015 is just an annoying little man. Like, the all the memories I have of Taz, like, back then are overshadowed by the memories of the Taz. He was like, hey, yo, is it, uh, is it hot in here? Yeah. Oh, Taz. Taz trying his best to channel Jerry Lawler whenever a, a woman's in the ring. Whoa, Rocket Busters! Um, Look at the tomatoes on that one! Hey, hey, hey. Uh, This leads us to our main event match. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Bobby Roode. A, a tale of two Bobbies. Nothing for the for the TNA World Heavyweight title. I, I uh, just saw, like, two British police officers. <laughs> I say that belt shall return home with me. No good, sir. It shall remain in my possession. Mm. <laughs> like weird vaudevillian actors. Are they like spinning the the fucking thing in their hand? The <laughs> yeah, the plate spinning. Yeah. No, not the plates. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. The fucking thing is it a uh, oh the British batons? Yeah, yeah, are they spinning the fucking batons too? Aha! <laughs> sir, I shall beat you in time for tea and Doctor Who. If you would like to come over and watch it with me. Whiplash. They're good. <laughs> Your TNA coverage has been like infinitely more entertaining than TNA actually was. <laughs> A match happens that I don't hate because I like Bobby Roode, but in the end, uh, MVP Kenny King and for some reason Samoa Joe and Loki under masks come out to the ring and shenanigans occur okay my dvr cut off the end of the match i saw when mvp and kenny came out with the uh the masked guys man did was it like revealed through the fight and their masks came off or did they just like get up on the apron and take the masks off and it's like oh my god it's joe and low-key for reasons I think they took them off themselves, but I'm not 100% positive, because by that point, I was just like, God damn it. Because, um, yeah, I, I'm reading that they unmasked to, to show that they were them, and it's like, then why even come out with the masks if you were just going to come out and take yeah. the masks off? For shock factor. Um, 
And then Eric Young comes out and yeah. attacks Bobby Roode because and Sh- shenanigans because his beard told him to. It's no way to talk about ODB. Oh, um, and yeah, Lashley gets the pin, wins the title, and according to this, the taping ends with the crowd chanting bullshit very loudly. Well, it's bull, bull, bull. <laughs> That has always pissed me off. They used to do that back in WCW. When the crowd would chant swears, they would try to mute it, and it would disrupt the promos, it would disrupt the announcing, it would just disrupt everything, because they had to do it on, like, the, the actual feed, and so it would right. mute all the sound. And that's what they did tonight. And so, yeah, people were chanting at EC3, you suck dick, and they were cutting it out, and bullshit, and they were cutting it out, and... Ugh. So that's uh that's Destination Impact. That's the first impression TNA has given everybody of their product on their new channel. I was really hoping they would take this opportunity to treat it like a reboot. Yeah, I that really really just kind of be like we we have an opportunity to start fresh. Yeah, and nope. they they just continued. It's like just phoned it in. Yeah, they just went with wherever they left off in December and. Just continued the same shit. Welcome to Destination Impact. If you had opinions on uh, Raw or Destination Impact, send a tweet to uh, at the homeworld oh, with hashtag but, RFNS. But real, what? What? Real quick. What? Uh, on quick. Sunday, though. Oh, on Sunday? Last Sunday. Or uh, last Sunday. Saturday. Uh-huh. It was Sunday in Japan, but Saturday. Uh, Global Force Wrestling did their first pay-per-view. I have not watched it. Wrestle Kingdom 9? Wrestle Kingdom 9 in conjunction with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was... Figure that one out. Their first pay-per-view was their ninth. <laughs> it's because New Japan has done this. Yeah. They've been doing it for like 30 years, but for some reason, like, they just started naming it Wrestle Kingdom nine years ago, and that's been the name of the show ever since. Uh, and Global Force Wrestling, Jeff Jarrett's new promotion, got the American distribution rights, and so they aired it in America... And it was a real... Where did they... Hmm? Where did they... Was it a pay-per-view? It was. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. I keep meaning to. Do you have the results? Do you want to run it down real quick? Uh, yeah, but I don't think anyone's going to know most of these people. Uh, whatever. Tell us what was good about it, Mike. Uh, can... This... It's the double-sized return episode <laughs> of Room Full of Nerd Stuff. Just real quick, uh, not to, like, mention any of the matches, because all of them were really fucking good, but, um... Watch Wrestle Kingdom 9 is what Mike's trying to say. <laughs> Some of the... Like, there was... Minoru Suzuki and Kazushi Saka- Sakuraba. <laughs> would you Would you like me to like get a match list and try to pronounce these names for you, Michael? Here, S- send me the. Do you have the link? I do have a link, and I'm sending. Send it to me you the link. But uh, I, I'm, I get compliments at work all the time because it turns out I'm really good at pronouncing names. Which one are you looking at? Match ten. Uh, that was match five. Match five. Minoru Suzuki and uh, Kazushi Sakuraba. Yeah, those two, and then match six. Uh, Togi Makabe and Tomohiro Ishii? Yes. These two matches were, like, classic Japanese strong-style matches. These four guys beat the <laughs> fuck out of each other. The... Oh, I can, I can pronounce this one on seven, too. Kenny, Kenny Omega? Omega? <laughs> yeah, he's an American. Wait, nine. Uh, AJ Stelas? Yeah, I don't think that kid's going anywhere. Styrus? Styrus. AJ Styrus! AJ Styrus! It's racist, Christopher. Status crush! <laughs> it is your baby, AJ! <laughs> Claire Rinch! <laughs> Some sort of Japanese Mori. 
<laughs> it is your baby, Egestarus! Egestarus, you are the father! They don't, like, scream or anything. They just, like, weep softly while they bow. <laughs> but no, this, like, uh, it's a four-hour show, which, like, WrestleMania the last few years has been four hours long. Yeah. Uh, the difference, though, is that WrestleMania in between the matches has, like, backstage segments or interviews or things like that, giving people May- kind of a break. May Young trying to fuck The Rock. Yeah. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, no breaks. No breaks. As people are leaving the ring from the previous match, others are coming down the ramp for the next match. It is four continuous hours of wrestling. That is insane. Yeah. When do you when do you pee? And uh, yeah, I had to leave like in the middle of I I think it was the Kenny Omega match because I did finally have to tap out and go take a piss break. <laughs> but yeah, eleven matches or no the 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 first match on this list is a was a dark match. When does, so when does Rose when does Rosa Mendez come out so you know that it's time to go pee? <laughs> so yeah, ten matches, four hours, just a really fucking great show. But uh, yeah. Uh, just kind of pick and choose which ones you, you're kind of starting to watch and like, eh, I can miss this one and go take a piss. Or get an empty milk jug. Yeah, or just sit sit at your screen. Label label it clearly in case you have visitors. <laughs> and that'll be the piss jug. That's the piss jug. You can even share it with the visitors if they're comfortable with that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, if, if you're, you're really close friends and you don't mind all just sharing a, a milk jug to pee in, just pass just it around like, the room. Just like the group dick hole on the on the pee jug. If you really are inventive, tell your friends to bring some like links of hose and some funnels. Yeah, just all link up, splice it together like a Game Boy Link cable, but piss jug. Like the cow milkers. You can call it the pee boy. Nintendo piss boy. The the piss boy link hose. Coming 2016 piss boy color. We're working on the hell. <laughs> if you have a <laughs> see a doctor. <laughs> If your piss boy is a different color and can fit in your pocket, see a doctor. <laughs> also, if it folds in half, that's not good. I can fold mine four times. <clears throat> oh, my God. If you have an opinion, wow, as the water gets stuck in my throat, that was fun. If you have an opinion on uh, Raw or uh, Destination Shit Packed or uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9000, or the upcoming AJ Styles and Claire Lynch angle that we're going to write for next week's podcast. Send a tweet to at the home world with the hashtag RFNS, and we may talk about it next week on the air. Until then, Mike is over on YouTube.com slash no dice Mike playing through Power Rangers Super Legends and Batman Arkham Asylum. And you can buy his art at what address, Michael? Uh no dice comics at yahoo.com. No dice comics at yahoo.com. Send him an email, buy his arts, and just go to nodicecomics.com and read his arts. Yes. That's not his writing, but it's his arts. That is my writing. Is he writing? Oh, that's right. No, the Man in Suit Comics. Man in Suit Comics.com is Ben's writing most of the time. And most of the time. Always my arts, though. Sometimes he lets Mike have the book, and he's immediately like, no. No, then he gets sad, and he's like, why are you so good at both things? And uh, I'm over on YouTube.com slash JCBaggy. I am playing The Amazing Spider-Man. And uh, there's a Final Fantasy VIII playthrough that I'm very proud of that is probably going to continue. So you finally decided you were going to keep doing that? I just really want to finish that game. It's so Final Fantasy VIII is so fucking good. I saw you talking about just how grindy some of the parts can be. This is what I'm going to do. If you're interested in watching the Final Fantasy VIII, but you're like, man, he's going to be drawing magic for like six hours. 
my goal is to only, like, the YouTube channel will only have the story segments. Where I'll play through those and discuss the story segments. All the shit where I'm running around on the world map, grinding levels and getting magic, I may stream on Twitch. But I'm going to try my best to keep that out of the main gameplay videos. There you go. So you're getting the condensed, like, pure Final Fantasy VIII experience, where you have such amazing sequences as, Hey, the headmaster of our mercenary school gave us this lamp. I wonder what's inside of it. Oh, it's Satan. <laughs> such a fucking good boss fight. That'll be uh, continuing soon. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man returned this Tuesday, though. Also, thanks to uh, the United States Postal Service completely fucking sucking, uh, my Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero Let's Play is on uh, indefinite hiatus. Oh, no, but you can still watch Mortal Kombat Special Forces if you hate yourself. <laughs> and uh, I might try to squeeze another LP or two up there because I changed up how I record my LPs, and it's made it, like, way fucking easier so I can do them a little faster now. Yay! Yay. So, content! Go do all that. Send us a tweet. Join us next week. We will be talking about probably, probably more wrestling. Probably more wrestling. Maybe we'll talk about some comics. Maybe when you send us that tweet about your wrestling, you should send us your tweets about what you think we should talk about. Ask us some questions. We'll give you some feedback. Otherwise, it's going to be more Power Rangers and wrestling. Tarv, it's up to you. Spread the word. And also, whoever the other three of you are that are listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.